what's up guys i uh i haven't i'm sorry we missed an episode last week i haven't recorded in a couple weeks and um but i'm back i'm here i've been working out that's been feeling good but also bad at the same time i hate it but also it, it you know it makes me happier i hate to admit that it, it sucks makes me it happier. sucks that it works it like you're like i hate this but i hate that every time i do it it makes me feel good <laughs> because your, i want to just not have to do it what's your workout are you like a, just going to the gym or are you like joining some kind I of a, have a 45 a personal trainer right now Hell yeah that um was. and uh i'm just kind of doing what she tells me to do um it hurts like i i i work out with her and then it hurts for like a week <laughs> and yeah. uh but you it's, go to the gym yeah, though i feel good yeah i go to the gym you work out on the gym. green astroturf like like you think you're better than us now probably i do work out on the green astroturf when i see people on that green astroturf at the gym you're like, like they you know, know what they're doing you're not fucking better than me it okay? is it's intimidating that part is intimidating like it's intimidating to know like what to do with all the stuff yeah. and but because i have someone telling me what to do that's cool when uh, you're out of shape it's so embarrassing to get back into shape <laughs> yeah. that you never do it yeah. yeah like i remember i was going to the golds in hollywood for a while like you know two three times a week just lifting weights trying to eat more put on a little muscle and then i saw like so much like i saw Leah lamar there who's like really in shape and really successful and she just yeah. was looking at me like shocked that i was in the gym because there's like no evidence of any like <laughs> buffness happening at all and i just never went back i just never I, wanted to fucking i had a similar experience uh kevin mack goes to my gym who is oh, a, you similar, see a hot guy a like similar that type of that, person yeah. just yeah, lamar no, i no, no. i literally ran over to him i was like please don't make fun of me i am i'm a beginner it, but he was like why would i make fun of you i'm yeah. proud of you and i was like don't be patronizing that's worse yeah. make fun of me yeah he's a he's an awful guy to see at the gym oh, i know and, oh. and, I, and i run into him just as i'm putting down like one of the pink weights you know like oh right. hi kevin i'm Very fucking funny. lifting like i'm squatting with like 15 pound dumbbells yeah. and people are like got the whole thing on their back yeah, and they're yeah. like oh a japanese woman in her 90s is asking you if she's if you're done with the dumbbells <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just i have like i've had one AirPod out for 12 minutes trying to figure out once oh, yes. when i can fart <laughs> if you see me ever take one airpod out at the gym i am assessing fart conditions and trying to determine a nice volume range and the bubble you're of safe at the gym you let it go wherever you want to let it go at the gym you just grunting you can yeah do it I feel like but i don't want to be the guy in the 1958 pickup truck backfiring down the street waking everybody up like that's you know there's a little level of social contract i'd like to adhere to sure, sure. to not fart in everybody's fucking face at the 24-hour fitness ramsey well, jesus they're mouth breathing heavy i just just eating it I go hard as fuck. I'll fart up the sauna. I have you guys? Shit. Right sauna. I mean, that's brutal. To fart up the sauna. Farting that's in the sauna up. is shitting in the sauna. Yeah, the well, air is so heavy that that's just shit. <laughs> yeah, By yeah. the way, have you ever farted and then yes. not been sure if you shit or not? Never of course. Uh, do you yeah. Have, have I ever yeah. had to do an oil, te that, oil check? Yeah, yeah. Of course. That <laughs> happened right before I went on stage the other day. And I was mm -hmm. like, I don't have time to go check right now. <laughs> and I might be going out on stage with shit in my pants. I have yeah, no yeah. idea. And this show had a band that played uh, beforehand. So could, and then uh -huh. they just stay behind the uh -huh. comics the whole time. Oh, and Lord. so I was like, oh, my God. If I shit my pants and these guys are behind yeah. me just smelling shit the whole time, I'm going to be so embarrassed. <laughs> the worst is if you have a great set and that becomes your your crutch now. Yeah, where you yeah, have yeah, to shit sure. yourself before yeah. every set because you're superstitious. Well, turns out I didn't. 
So okay. that was good. That was good. I did a whole set with a shit in my pants one time in really? that kind of a setting. Yeah. A guy we know was on a reality show and he was like, I'm going to try to get them to put my stand up in the reality show. Come do the show. They'll film all of us and you might get on TV. So I'd like been doing comedy like six months. I was like, fuck yeah, it's a great idea. So I get there and I'm like all nervous. I'm about to go up. I want to do a good job. And I like misjudge a fart. I let it rip right before I go up. I go, oh, that's to quote Keith Carey. That sounded busy. <laughs> <laughs> and I got up there and I just could feel it. But I had my fo- I had to keep my poker face on for like five minutes. And then it was like... I- I remember the amount of tissue paper I had to use. It looked like a meteorite, just a poopy meteorite when I was done. Like like this like basketball size clump to yeah. just scoop it all. Oh, it's that's di- a that's rough. Disgusting. <laughs> oh man, did you have a good set? Yeah. Yeah, I did. And it was actually fun. I was I went to a party with some of my high school friends and my uh, my ex-girlfriend from high school was there and she gave me a big hug. And the, and I just told the story to all my buddies and the first thing she said when she had her arms around me was, "I missed your smell." <laughs> 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 So we all had a good laugh about that. Wait, but she didn't know you had just told that story? No, she, she didn't. She wasn't know, like she trying to be funny. She, she didn't did. know that I had yeah. freshly scraped diarrhea all over my knees. <laughs> That's really funny. I, I'd get so paranoid if they said that. I'd be like, they know, and they said that to make fun of me. I was watching uh, this like TikTok the other day where someone was like, these guys were at a table and they the guy was like i'm in love with my waitress and they were like giggling every time she came over to the table because he thought she was so hot and then like at the end he like whatever was like i waited till after she got off to work and i the whole time i was thinking if i was this waitress i would think they were making fun of me yeah like even when they asked me out i would think they were making fun of me because they had been giggling the whole time yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. these guys yeah. are trying to do some kind of make-a-wish TikTok. but I, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's also just my self-esteem yeah, like yeah. that that every time someone asked me out in like middle school or high school i thought that they were joking like yeah. that i was a N- joke. nicole loves to look a gift horse in the mouse yeah you know like i'll be working like a writing job with her and the boss would be like nicole that you're doing a great job and she's like what's your fucking angle yeah. <laughs> oh. what do you want from i mean me? did you see the uh email chain that happened nice tits all right thanks gay guy <laughs> we when we uh we recently had a writing job together where we weren't all together for the writing job but we were emailing in stuff uh you were on it i was on it keith was on it and we all uh emailed in to frank uh the head writer or whatever um and uh <laughs> i couldn't figure out why you're being so vague about this and i was like oh yeah I remember. yeah yeah uh and then um so i sent in jokes and then he sent had sent me back some feedback and then, like, the feedback started with, uh, these are really great, like, blah. And then he, like, gave me some feedback on some of them. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'll do better. Like, I promise I'm going to br- And he, he emailed back, yeah, I said you did a pretty good job. You missed that part. And, like, whatever. Anyway, it was this whole, like, embarrassing exchange where I was being very self-conscious. And then later on, I had made a suggestion that he then uh, forwarded to everybody and was like, Nicole made this suggestion. I thought it was really great. Forwarded the entire email chain mm-hmm. of me just being all self-conscious and being like, and then I was like, okay, maybe no one saw it. Cause who would like go back and read all the emails. And then, uh, 
one person texted me about it and I was like, oh, I was hoping that no one would go through the emails. He was like, I just wanted to see your jokes. And then I was talking to someone else about it. I was like, probably no one went through all the emails. He was like, I did, but yeah, <laughs> like everyone saw I go through all chains. my entire self-conscious exchange. <laughs> that would be me a thousand percent. I go through every chain. If somebody hits, my favorite is when you work with somebody who hits reply all unnecessarily. Like, I <laughs> yeah. love reading all that shit. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, I gotta be, cause I'm not, I'm not super careful in work emails because I'm a comedy writer like you don't have to be super careful in work emails but then you don't really think about the fact that something could accidentally not go to the comedy writers and mm -hmm. go to everybody uh, so yeah. I, I should be more careful I would say that you that. are wildly arrogant in displaying a lot of hubris <laughs> that you don't have to be careful in work emails like, uh, well, you so far have not had to be careful in work emails I, I think. haven't I have well I've been lucky in the in the rooms that I've been in that they've been people who uh are don't give a shit yeah just say guys yeah i mean like <laughs> but like old school like old guys like yeah, yeah, yeah. old dudes yeah. uh who just don't give a fuck um but yeah it was embarrassing you know have you guys ever had like a, an embarrassing thing sent out yeah um I, when i was in the military and i was working uh in military intelligence, I was trying to get kicked out and I was sending my conscience objector packet to my uh, inspector general to try to get kicked out. But I accidentally sent it to the entire regional security operations command, mm -hmm. which went from a trying to get kicked out to subversion, which is a like a military felony. Oh, um, I was like almost charged with a. I mean, like I almost had to go to court. It was like a big deal because I, I was re rewriting all these Noam Chomsky points about why I disagreed with the invasion of Iraq to try to get out. And all this well, stuff. Oh, my God. You almost got like diet treason. <laughs> yeah, I know. For real. Treason for kids. Was yeah. your was your email address Brian at <laughs> army dot com? <laughs> 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 yeah, that was that was embarrassing. I sent it to everybody. He sent it to occupying forces at usmilitary.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I sent the Iraq Regional Command to all the locations of everybody. Did that get you kicked out? No, that's not how I got kicked out. No. But uh, it sure did get me a headache. How did you get kicked out? <laughs> it was a cumulative effort of a million things I tried to get kicked out where they put it all together into like mental health stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, per a personality disorder. So they packaged Hell it. Hell yeah. Yeah, it was a package deal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny, I got approved for conscientious objection, but mm -hmm. that every discharge has to go to certain channels. Some are further than others. And the personality disorder one, they were like, this will follow you forever, but you'll be out in 30 days. Or you can wait for the conscious objection one, and it might take like six months. And I was like, yeah, just diagnosed I, me with mental illness. I don't give a shit. I like the idea that it was like a college admissions essay, and <laughs> yeah. your conscientious objector essay just wasn't conscientious enough. They just, they're like, we don't really feel that you're standing up to this war so much yeah. as parroting a lot of Noam Chomsky talking points. Exactly. Why do you conscientiously object? I'm just, I'm sorry, Brian. I don't, I don't think you're. Uh, Have you read more than one book on the subject because it was all one book i was quoting <laughs> it's, it sounds like you're just like misquoting stuff that other high guys have told you in garages <laughs> yeah 100 percent. i never had like an email but on tv shows uh as it gets closer to the thing and everybody's loading in the theater with the cameras and they're blocking mm -hmm. and the directors in the truck you have to put on like what's called a pl i don't know what the fuck that stands for but it's like a radio headset and you can talk to the producers and it's basically wired to like everybody in the theater now i almost never use it and never need to use it so I don't know how the fuck it works. I know if I need to talk to the guy, I press this big red button. And I had just been run ragged on the show. He's had me up all night rewriting shit. We didn't even need rewritten. I was up early rewriting some other shit. 
Drove into the fucking theater in traffic in the morning, ate my one protein bar myself. So I'm just in a shitty mood. And then my boss, the director, starts getting up my ass. And then I go on this whole spiel on the PL. And I realize that I just spent like 90 seconds telling everyone in the theater that I had a long morning. <laughs> and you guys just need to give me a fucking minute. And I work pretty hard around here. And then I was just like, oh, God, everyone is looking at me like I'm a bitch. And they're right. Oh, yeah, dude. You eastbound and downed it. Pretty, pretty much yeah. exactly. Yeah, it was humiliating. I was just like, oh, yeah, let me just stuff my tampon back in and get back to work, guys. I've seen that happen on TV shows so many times where, like, like uh, someone has a microphone on, it's hot, and they don't know it. And I'm like, that never happens. And then when I started working in this industry, it happens all the time. Like, yes. it happened, I think, uh, to James Adomian on Historical Roast. And he was, like, uh, getting into costume and was like, people are going to be wondering why Freddie Mercury is so fat. And, like, whatever. And it's just throughout the fucking thing, which, like, that's not like, – he was just joking around. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it happens all the time. You have to be really careful when you're mic'd. Thank, thank God. I got all his opinions about the Jews out before he was <laughs> laved up. Oh, also on that show, uh, some one of the one of the writers started a uh, a Hitler chant um, because you know part of the show was um, Gilbert Godfrey playing Hitler. And uh, he did a great job, and whatever. Oh, to Gilbert too. Yeah. And they wanted. <laughs> oh boy, and they man. wanted the. Uh, they wanted everyone to boo and stuff like that, but one of the writers started a Hitler chant, and the uh, one of the producers came like running up. He's like, "Who did that?" And like, I got really scared because I didn't want to get in trouble, mm. so I snitched. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, it." Yeah. This is why you can't. How how like, apropos for a Hitler scenario? You can't let women into writers' rooms and for then, this reason. <laughs> they they can't hang. And yeah. then I think uh, I think. They snitched on me for snitching to him, and then he was like, I'm going to go fuck with her. And so he came up to me, and he was like, Nicole, um, they found out that I was the one who started the Hitler chant, and I I, they, I was fired. Um, I just want to say it's really nice to work with you, oh, and like, sick. whatever. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I felt so bad. But did <laughs> you tell him? Did you come clean? Uh-huh. No, uh, I do want to say that this guy told me he was going to fuck with Nicole. And I was like, bro, Nicole doesn't even believe that her own mother loves her. This is you're playing with a very fragile brain. He very quickly was like, I'm kidding. When he saw my face, he was like, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's not he's that like, hard. I know you told on me, uh, which is because uh, I think he's actually been fired from a show before for an accidental email sent out. So. You know, Glad to you, see he learned his lesson. Everyone has to be uh, careful. Well, th this is making this is really a great plug for your friends. <laughs> Just tell him about the. Hit. He always been fired. He starts Hitler chants. He's the best. No, he's uh, one of the the most talented, awesome people I know. That's why he still works all the time, and he's uh, awesome. He's a really funny guy, and the funniest people are uh, gonna be <laughs> the, not the best employees, and that's where you get comedy writers. You know. That's true. I'm a great employee. They don't really have to be good. <laughs> I mean, good comedy writers don't really have to be good employees, I feel like. Dude, I'm such an I, awesome I employee. disagree entirely. You don't think so? No. I, no, I don't think so at all. Mm. I think that uh, that's like everybody's attitude is that I'm going to be so charming and special. They'll just love me even though I come in a little late and I'm a little goofy in emails. And it's like... No, that guy doesn't get hired before the guy that responds back immediately and does mm -hmm. everything perfect the first time. Yeah. You know, like... That's me. 
That's true. I mean, <laughs> it's absolutely not. That's one thing I think about Ramsey. It's fast response. Like, yeah, I love having a job where you can like, you know, let loose a little bit and like be yourself. But it's like in the context where that's appropriate, working with the other writers, you know. I guess it, it depends on who's doing the hiring, because I know people who would rather hire the people they like being in the room with. And then I know people who would rather hire someone who's responsible. So I, I studied uh business administration for a little while in college and it's actually helped me back tremendously in comedy because I'm <laughs> super professional. <laughs> like I'll write a real professional email to somebody. I do I do lament like I know like I feel like I know these people that were just like showed up with terrible attitudes and just acted like they were the shit and then everyone was like, Oh, it must be the shit then. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I was here just like, Thank you very much, sir. I really appreciate it, ma'am. <laughs> nice to meet you guys. Like yeah. fuck you, nerd. Well just in Trying. case maybe we should bleep out the first name that I said. <laughs> but uh he's a great guy and a great comedian and uh, i don't think anyone who is gonna hire people listens to this podcast if somebody refers to me as a great guy and a great comedian on a podcast i hope my name is bleeped out well, he's well. a great, <laughs> <laughs> a great uh, comedy writer i don't think he does stand up anymore but right, anyway he'll be missed yeah Oh man, Connor, what have you been up to with your life? Nothing, lady. I mean, <laughs> I did, was what I was supposed to prepare a fucking talk show anecdotes for you. Yeah, Connor and I uh, did li uh, just recently live together. Another former roommate of mine. You, we did not live together. You, we had like I a sleepover gone, twice. You never is, lived in the house. You paid rent and weren't there, which was true. nice. Isn't that the That's best kind of roommate, roommate though? Yeah. Greatest you, roommate. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, as much as I like would have liked spending time with you, I was like, you can't argue. This is a plush deal. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, we, uh, we just had John Fahey on a, a couple, uh, days ago or a couple weeks ago. And he was, um, he was actually, I, I was there all the time and he had to hear me fucking all the time. So at least you didn't have to hear that. Yeah. I don't, uh, I, I've, I don't think I've really heard you get fucked before no. or fuck. And no. I've heard a lot of my friends fuck just by, by living with them. I, I don't, you know, not memories I cherish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He looked right at me when he said that too. That was uncomfortable. I'd f well, uh, we were sorry. talking about that whether whether you know that we they the like hearing one. it or not, or they like being heard or not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. because uh, yeah, we were saying that like both of us because we shared a wall and like both of us sometimes we were like oh god and sometimes we were like nice <laughs> like so it just depended it's on like the ramsey was just talking earlier but he doesn't take his shirt off it's really weird that i know what sound he makes when he comes but not how his <laughs> belly button looks. we shared walls we shared a wall the two of us and you know i what? couldn't hear you through the wall but if i had to get up and piss in the night i'd be yeah. like uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> i feel about it i'll tell you what are you um, loud are you loud when you come uh, it's happened. <laughs> yeah, he does it like Yosemite Sam. Do you, do you, do you yell a phrase? You yell a phrase? Allahu Akbar. I go pure Arabic. <laughs> I come in Arabic. If you could do the uvulating, I mean, that would be really... Uh, <laughs> I do that. <laughs> yeah, only yeah, you yeah. could do that. I was gonna do it, and then I was like, "Nope." Is that what you it. call it? Uvulating? Is that the correct term? I don't. I don't. I'm not sure how what you would what you would use to describe it in English. All I know is my mother did it at my high school graduation, uh. <laughs> and I remember I talked to her. I was like, "Mom, seriously, please don't do it." Like, uh, I understand uh. it's a cultural thing. <laughs> And a second they called my name, I fucking just heard 
I heard like a suicide bomber call. Wow. <laughs> and this was like Orange County, 2007. So, you know, not the time. Honestly, now it's not the time. Honestly, you got it better than the Venezuelan kid with the Venezuela. You know, the big Trump. Yeah. You thought that guy had it bad yeah, until no. I had. Yeah. Honestly, they probably thought it was some white teenager doing it. Oh no, they knew. It, they it, it was, was the was only wrong. woman it wearing hijab. It sounded too authentic. I mean, the fuck. It was yeah. crisp. There was Corey also and Chad AK couldn't pull off. this off. One woman was wearing full hijab. They had a pretty good idea of where that sound was coming from. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you ever propose to a woman, I think you should give her a solid gold AK forty-seven, yeah. like on the dictator sound. Like, wouldn't yeah. that? Yeah. Like I would give that up, dude. I know so she awesome. has to give you one of those. Yeah. Yeah. If a girl proposed to you with a solid gold AK, it's over. That's the ultimate Arab sign of love. That's I think. true. Do you want to get married? Uh, yeah, I do. Not to me. I mean, just in general. Yeah. You oh, did that's that. That's right. Right. I did make it I was sound like, do you like have that. a citizenship <laughs> issue? <laughs> Absolutely not. You don't want to get married? I'll marry an Arab woman and that's it. Really? Yeah. Why? It's too complicated otherwise. Oh, because you're family. Family, culturally, it's like you got to understand. It's like, you know, you they, they, they talk about like the idea of you only learn to love from your parents sort of right. thing. And I've reached a point where I'm like, I realize there's just too many bridges to cross. I'm if I do get too many married, bridges to blow up. Too, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you'd be with someone forever that wasn't an Arab woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just wouldn't common like law style. Exactly, common yeah. law style. If you right. want to get married, it's just, I don't. I'm not gonna do the thing where I walk down the aisle and we invite all of our producer friends. It's so like, you're only doing common yeah. law or Sharia law. Nothing it's, in between. Yeah. Nothing in between. No maritime law. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, I could. I could no Jude that. law. None. None. Yeah. Okay. Are you? You know, you're no marriage, right? No, I mean it's always been a thing that I didn't really like. I don't care about. Like I was like, if they wanted to. I would because it just like it doesn't mean anything to me. So like mm -hmm. if it was important to them and I wanted to be with them forever, then I would do it. But like, yeah, I mean, the person I'm uh, with right now and live with uh, has a pretty much the same deal. It would be a whole thing because he's uh, like super Jewish and I'm not Jewish. And it, it would be like a, a thing. He's been married before. And like, yeah, so yeah, shiksa. I am a shiksa. I'm a dirty shiksa. Yeah, filthy, filthy shiksa. <laughs> We're the worst. Um, no, I think uh, I think most of his family is over it. I think they're fine. <laughs> I think they're fine. But I think marriage would be a little different. Would you poop uh, out a couple craters? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> My grandfather so, just showed up to the it's, podcast. It's, 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 Are you whittling? <laughs> Connor has uh, <laughs> uh, those Coke bottle glasses at the tip of yeah, his nose. All yeah, of he's in a rocking chair out of nowhere. It's funny because I reckon it's time to shit or get off the pot. <laughs> We've talked about this on here before, and I, I said no, but like my worst fear, I've been thinking about it a lot lately, that like my worst fear is that like eventually I will change my mind and be too old. Yeah, it'll happen. And it's like, I think I, it's already happened. What do you mean? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you really, there was yeah. a lot of panic in her. Like, I know. Uh, yeah, don't Turns fuck out with I was Nicole. right on accident. <laughs> don't, don't fuck with Nicole all about that specifically. <laughs> well, I mean, I thought you were saying I'm too old to have kids. Yeah, uh, I was. That's, that's, what, that's exactly oh, okay. what I'm saying. Okay. Well, I haven't and changed I my mind yet, but... Uh, <laughs> But I'm afraid that I will. I'm afraid that one day I'll be like, no, I really want kids, and then I won't be able to have them, and that'll just be. And your and your pussy will just be like, and you, <laughs> yeah, and you, and you can't go back. Freeze some eggs right now. What? Go freeze some eggs. That costs like ten thousand dollars. I mean, listen, Nicole, you got to be willing to. Have you got to use make this Jewish boyfriend for something. Yeah, I mean, you got to go. Like, listen, if I don't want kids now, but I think I might. 
Like that means I may have to spend 10 grand and free some eggs, you know? Well, he's not going to pay for it because he doesn't want kids. So why would he pay for uh, me to freeze my eggs when he doesn't want me to want kids? Because you threw a big fit about it? I don't know. <laughs> just an idea. I, I... Uh, no, but and also like I don't know what they do to scrape the eggs out of you, but it freaks me out. Yeah, it's got to be kind of weird. It yeah. can't be nearly as weird as having a fucking kid. That's true. Mm. <laughs> Good point. I mean, you know, if you about scrape them out, and eventually, I mean, you're talking about a timeline where you're rich enough to have a kid to begin with. You just pay, a, you know, some like fucking college student. To I could yeah. just adopt. Squirt it out. Yeah, yeah. Or, or we're pretty close to robot children. Just have a little robot kid. The, the other, would, yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> the other morbid, oh, I forgot to charge him. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> the other morbid thought that I have is like getting old, and then if I don't have kids, like who the fuck? Like I'm alone. Like yeah. if no my one, whole no one to watch dies, you die, and then I'm just alone. Because oh. no one's going to watch you die. You'll be dying yeah. alone. You no know people that are dying alone? You see them at Subway Sandwiches telling a 15-minute story while they're getting their fucking turkey club made. Yeah, yeah I don't want to be that guy. Before she stopped speaking to me, my daughter was in volleyball. Well, yeah. There's an alternative, right? There's the alternative where you have the kids and they abandon you and That's you true. still die alone. Like, dying alone is up to you. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, they get a weird blood disease and they die super young. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I, I might be biased, yeah. but I think, I think quality, not quantity. I'm an only child, and I think it's honestly a great setup because, like, my family not didn't have a lot of money, but you know, pretty the lower mid kid. middle class for the first 10, 15 years. But it's like you can buy enough fucking cereal for one kid. One kid. Yeah. You have enough love and attention for one kid. It's fully agree. You don't even have to try that hard. My dad had hobbies. Like he was spending half his time racing model airplanes and shit. He was still a great dad. You know, it's like yeah. you can have like they had fun. They did shit. So. I, if I was ever going to have a kid, I would do like the uh, Natasha Mosho. One kid is probably too many, but, you know, zero is not enough. So that's how I feel. It's like you got to be at a place where you can give that kid a fun life. You got to be at a, in a good headspace. And, Here's and the thing. If I was a dude, I'd be all for one kid. Yeah. I would have a kid for sure if I was a dude. Why is wait? Why? Oh, oh! You're <laughs> saying I, I hear you. You're saying listen. If the if there's no body changes, if there's no whatever, if I didn't have to have the kid. Gotcha. If I didn't have to be pregnant for nine months. If I didn't have to be like focusing on my career means I'm a bad mother. If I didn't have to like just all of that. Yeah. I, if if it's I feel like it's way easier to be a good dad than oh, it totally. is to be a good mom. You and just I don't just, hit them. And yeah. that's like 90% of being a good dad. Yeah, you're just, you just kind of have to be there. I yeah. think a lot of adoption, especially in L.A., is not even like uh, humanitarian. It's like people don't drive Priuses because they save the earth. It's because it's fucking reliable and you get crazy good mileage. <laughs> yeah, You know, it's like I, I have this like Asian baby because I have a fucking six-figure job at HBO <laughs> and I don't right. want to like not show up. Uh, I'm a girl boss. My time is valuable. You have the baby. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. Oh, yeah, I would have... And then, yeah, for me to have a kid, it would have to be, yeah, I have enough money to, like, basically, if someone else raise it. And then at that point, why have a kid? Like, you know? What about this move? You're you, When you're in your 50s and you're wealthy from your long career, you adopt a 13-year-old Vietnamese girl mm -hmm. from Vietnam. And you just sort of work out a deal with her where you go, listen, in 10 years, this is all yours. Just make sure I don't get fucked on the way out. And then that's it. 
You know what? Keep me company. Make sure I'm not signing any goofballs. That is such a heavy conversation for a 13 year old girl. That's so funny. Well, she's from Vietnam. She saw some (laughs) wild shit. Is there a gun on the table while you're having this conversation? The the deal here is how wild is it Vietnam now? It's like South Korea. It's pretty modern. I think it's literally the poorest country in Asia. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it's still gnarly as fuck. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm stupid. I rescued you from a a poker operation, (laughs) (laughs) and people were blowing cigars in your face. And now you live with me. I'm a comedy writer, and I'm doing pretty goddamn yeah, well. Meth, I, I love meth. I would rescue a sex slave. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a sex slave. Maybe she was just working the tables there. Yeah, you know? yeah. But I, but I would want to rescue a sex slave. It, sure. I mean, this is where because I start to feel like a terrible guy because everybody has this conversation. I want to adopt. I want to do this and that. And I'm like, I want a stock brand new 2022 baby right off yeah. the factory. Well, at least I know the problems I'm getting. Well, and it's like, like I, like my, I have like a good relationship with my dad and with my mom, and it's because I have many of their qualities directly. Like I have, right. like my, I, my dad's exact same analytical brain. If I didn't have anything like that to kind of like clue in on with my kid, it's like I worry. I would just be like looking at this Vietnamese baby like <laughs> fuck dude you, you like trains okay <laughs> like, yeah. well that's what I'm afraid of is passing down some of my traits to my child like I don't want what about to. the positive ones yeah I'm sure the sex I would have a lot the positive stable to me yeah it's like it's like I Nicole. feel like the positive traits I have like most people have that's not true so like I I just I'd rather not pass down my mental illness and like that kind of and like my what about the fact wit? that I cry all the time. Again, these are qualities a sex slave has. <laughs> um, right out of the I, box, yeah. stock I, from the factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Uh, but I wasn't responsible you you for cry. it. I wasn't responsible for it. But I, I w- and also I like the idea of adopting a thirteen-year-old because I love babies, and. But then once they become, once they're like four, I hate them until mm-hmm. they're like ever. But like, but I would be able to, I feel like deal with once they're a little older and they're more like, you kind of get to bond with them. Yeah. Like I love the mother daughter bond that me and my mom have. Mm-hmm. I think it's beautiful and uh, I, I cherish it very much. And I do think sometimes that that would be a beautiful thing to have. I agree. Um, but having to deal with them between the ages of four and 16. Mm. I love that's I, I disagree. Those, those the kids are fun at every age. My dad, when I was a kid, well, used to love be a dad. Just <laughs> blowing my mind with way too scary facts that I should <laughs> like, yeah. here's what the, uh, so the CIA was doing about remote viewing when you're seven, yeah. you know, and UFOs and like, uh, this is, here's a, you know, an airplane uh, fall, uh, flies by falling. Good luck going to sleep. Like, <laughs> Uh, you know, the universe is expanding faster than it even makes it, you know, and uh, just all that kind of shit. So, I yeah, I would, I would, I'd love to, like, you know, my, my, my ex had little, uh, like, nibblings, little nieces and nephews and, like, go playing with them. And, um, yeah, I just like teaching little people how to do shit, you know. It's, I find it very, I'm like, it's very cute to me that they suck at everything. It's because I'm like, oh, man, I remember when I was that bad at going outside and talking to people. You were fucking very unsociable. Mm-hmm. See, my dad hated that I sucked at everything. He made me feel bad for it. And now I am afraid of failure and sucking yeah. and being new to things. And I hate trying stuff. Yeah. 14 is when they need to establish independence. And that's when they need to say fuck you to your parents. And they yeah. need to yeah. like that. That's the worst age. You're like inheriting like the most. Ext- it's like 
That, that sucks, too, because they're, like, coming online intellectually, but they yeah. refuse to engage with you about any of it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. It's a rough age. All my nieces are about that age right now, and it's brutal. I feel like middle school, like, my little sister, I cried when she went into middle school because I was, like, so afraid that, like, because middle school kids are so fucking awful, mm-hmm. and I didn't want her to have to deal with all of that and, like, remembering what it was like for me during that time. And so, like, thinking of her having to deal with it, and, like, I loved her so much, and she, you know, she's 14 years younger than me, I felt very protective of her, and she just, like, cried, and I was like, what would I do as a, as a parent? Like, I, I can't, I have too much anxiety no, to, l- let to let a kid go this. into the world. I talk to my sister about this all the time. It's like, dude, I was like, remember when we were kids, we were, like, setting fires and stealing and, like, running from cops, and she's like, I didn't do any of that. <laughs> oh yeah me either but i uh but like you got to remember that you made it through it like it's true it's fine you know yeah I, and all these times you thought i thought we're so fucking horrible now i'm like oh boy if all i had to do is a fucking couple worksheets yeah. a day that's not that hard or every now and then a jock's nuts around my forehead but all my meals were paid for i'm fine <laughs> yeah right yeah I'm fine. Oh, fucking f- tsunami is still on it's pretty good like i'll take it no i like my life now way more than i did uh then but uh yeah, I it's it's it was it was it was it was hard. And I didn't do any of that stuff either. I think that's what my dad was afraid cuz my dad had a lot of anxiety. Like he would like go through my phone and like mm-hmm. shit and stuff where I'm like that's uh not okay, but now I kind of get it. I'm like I mean, your oh, dad I feel got... like if I had a kid, like I'd be so scared all the time. Your dad like loves you unhealthily much so that the only way he can express it is by hating you. <laughs> Like He's your your dad moron. recently He's got shit faced and sent me a long Twitter DM defending your honor. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, it was from, at, from who? What it was, was after I went to a, a an event that you were at, where I'd like to note that we didn't get into a fight at all. <laughs> Nothing happened. And then her dad was like, "Let me tell you one thing, con man, you've been fucked with the wrong girl." And uh, yeah, okay. that was very sweet. No, I fought with my dad at that because he told me that he had, he was like, he was like, yeah, I met Connor and whatever. I was like, I think you've met him before. And he was like, uh, I forget what he said, but he said something and he was like, yeah, I, I talked to him. And I was like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? He's like, yeah, I, I, I talked to him and whatever. And I was like, don't talk to my friends because <laughs> he was like so wasted. He, he did talk like, to me. Yeah, he was so fucking wasted. And I was like, I went up to my mom I was like, don't let him talk to my fucking friends. <laughs> and like, I'm like, take him home. And he was like, look, Nicole, like, I just, I just need to talk to the men in your life. Cause man to man, like, you know, like what I'm like, I just, <laughs> I, I fuck, I respect that. Don't fuck with too. I like it. It was, I was, he was sitting with the That's rest of your what family. He, said. he was like, they'll like respect it. it. They'll I respect it. it. And it was cause you could see throughout the night as he got drunker, your, your mom got more embarrassed. Your brother got and, gayer. Everybody just, and then I was like, and then I was like, don't. And, and I was like, don't. He was like, all right, I'll message him. And I was like, don't. You're done. <laughs> don't message anybody. Don't talk to anybody. Go home. Respect uh, the shit out of it. I he's really always. Don't. Yeah, no, he's always done that. He's always uh, been. I remember. My dad has great advice about comedy. When I when I was, he was getting on. He had just like a heart valve replaced. He has an artificial heart valve. And right after he got out of surgery, I was running all my Keith Rose battle jokes by him. You know, and it was laughing or whatever. And then he gets done laughing. He goes, he's all weak. And he's like, have you considered doing a joke that combines his gayness and his fatness? (laughs) 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 I was like, Dad, that's kind of what I've been telling you for the last 15 minutes. (laughs) Sorry, what are you going to say? No, I just... uh... Those are his last words. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I wish. Yeah, my uh, yeah, my dad's a moron, and he uh, he uh, did a lot of stuff that he thought was in the name of protecting me or of uh, making me my me have thicker skin or making me stronger, and they all just fucked me up. Yeah, um, but I think uh, if I had a girl, I'd abort it. My, you know, my, my dad wow. used to you'd wait, you'd wait to find out the gender yeah, yeah, yeah. and then abort it. You just Is this go, a dude or well, hard there's work? A, there's just, a sweet spot right around nine weeks. Just when go you know. live in one of the places where that's uh, acceptable. That's like what they do. Yeah. <laughs> my dad used to legitimately tell us that he go, if I had a daughter, I would, she, I would, we would have just sent her right back to Palestine <laughs> alone. And he was serious. I believed him 100%. Oh, my and God. as I get older, I you go, might have. it would have been a better move. It would have. I wish, he you? I wish he would have sent me back to Palestine. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. don't put me in this hellhole, like in this like prison in America. I've, you I've know? heard like, a lot La Palma's of, not better. It, it's not. It's worse to be at a place where you're like, oh, I'm not like you guys. Like, it would be way better to be suffering with them than to be suffering here. Suffering you know in I mean? solidarity. Yeah. Versus suffering with this, like, I don't know what it is that I'm feeling. What yeah. suffer, I'd like A to community be, of suffering, not a fucking micro suffering of one of one yeah. yeah exactly where you're looking at middlemen why aren't you guys why aren't we middle managers why aren't we Republican? you know all these the only west banker in tuscan yeah yeah, yeah yeah i've heard a lot of guys say that that like if they had a daughter that they like wouldn't know it but like why is it is that because they don't know how to relate to them or they're afraid of what men will do to their daughters I, I, that's the stereotype I, I really wouldn't give a shit if i was having a daughter i'd be just as stoked but yeah, i think yeah. that's the stereotype i would feel bad i'd be quietly i'd be bummed if i if i had i'd be if i had like an unambitious son i'd be bummed too but i'd be really bummed if i had an unambitious daughter mm. you know that just was like didn't really want to do anything like just wanted to get an easy job or marry somebody you know like mm. i would i would want to have some you know she's like i'm gonna fly rockets or like some crazy shit like other way around man if i see some ambition in my kids eyes i'm gonna be like damn it dude it's gonna be a long life son <laughs> <laughs> just, just work at the dwp like please. if my kid had no interest in like light it'd be tough to just like raise somebody like oh you just want to get high and play Fortnite, you know <laughs> like yeah. which i feel like is probably what everybody is going to do you know for forever. no matter like just culturally forever like that's what our society has turned into yep. is what's the easiest way to get high and play Fortnite? like <laughs> yeah. what's the best kind of doritos eat while you're doing it like, what's the straightest line like the, the like you know how do i like burn out every dopamine receptor in my head at 80 miles an hour to the yeah. grave you know what the big problem i watched a documentary and i'm curious what your thoughts on this would be nicole especially considering the high school stuff i watched a vaping documentary recently i'm trying to get a little bit more in touch with some of the things that i it's a whole documentary about whole, vaping well kids now apparently in high school uh this is a huge problem. The kids mm. in high school, all of them vape. Ninety percent of them vape, and they like knock out like a full jewel pod in a day. Maybe there is hope for this generation. <laughs> <laughs> but th doesn't that kind of stress you out? Like the idea of like, dude, your kids are gonna be doing some weird ass drugs in the future, and like it stresses me out thinking about where the fuck yeah. do you get ten dollars a day as a kid? <laughs> I was like, I didn't. Oh, get you mean there'll be like new drugs that we like, don't even know? We about. don't even know about these kids. Like, so it's like all yeah. the things that you think about are challenging about high school. It's like, dude, you're a, a grandma yeah, compared to what these kids are doing. Probably. My kid's going to be addicted to holodeck porn where he's in a yeah. virtual reality suit, you yeah. know, surrounded That's by Cuban true. BBWs. Problems yeah. that existed for our parents in high school are so much different. I mean, so much different than problems that existed for us in high school. Like, I feel like uh, cyberbullying, like my parents, it was just like, yeah, they got thrown in a trash can or whatever the fuck they did in 80s movies. I don't know. But yeah, like, yeah. I but 
when I was, uh, and they were metal trash cans too. I None was, of this plastic shit. <laughs> Real Amadies. When I was a kid, they had stuff like there. There was this one. I think it was called. Was it called Formspring or is that a streaming service? Oh no, Formspring is that the one where they would you would put the truth about you? There was like an. Yeah, an it was anonymous. Yeah, it was an anonymous thing that people could like uh, say things or ask questions yeah. about you or whatever. And I remember making one and fuck, mm. people were mean. People were so mean and like that's just rough when you're in middle school to mm -hmm. get basically internet comments like I and th yeah. and ones where people can be anonymous from other middle schoolers or from other high schoolers. It's going to fuck you up. I agree. And that's stuff that our, our parents didn't even have to deal with. No idea. No conception of it. I mean, even now it's like dude, the world changed so much in the last four years and it's just going to be exponential. It's like. My my sad version of the form spring is I remember I threw one up and I got nothing from it. <laughs> and I remember being like, interesting, nothing. Okay. There, there was a very similar thing called a truth box on MySpace, and they would you could people just write in an anonymous truth, but you could pay for like an upgrade where you can get a hint about who it was. And there was a couple that were like, oh. I have a crush on you, so I paid for the hint and I got it. And the person that sent this is sixty nine years old, and I was like, oh, someone's being hilarious. <laughs> I looked at my friends list. The only one that it was sixty nine years old was my ex girlfriend Jordan Sauceda. Oh. So. So I confronted her about this years later and she was just gave me the I don't know. <laughs> your ex she was your ex girlfriend at the time when she said I have a crush on you? Yeah. I oh, think it was okay. after we'd broken up in middle school. Oh, okay. Dude, middle school used to roll so fucking hard. I was cool in middle school. Yeah, I didn't relate to your oh, experience at all, Nicole. I, I got no cyberbullying. I was <laughs> Can I ask you when you when when you didn't get any questions, did you ask yourself one? Or did you say one to yourself? <laughs> just get Be the ball honest. Rolling. Be honest. I wish I could remember. I wish I could. I'm sure listen, I'm sure because I think so many people What's did the that? secret to your six pack? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure. I don't I I don't remember, but I I feel like I got a question or two. I don't want to necessarily misrepresent myself as a complete loser, but I mm -hmm. felt like I didn't get what I wanted. You know, you yeah. want... You want the, I have a crush on you. I have a crush you. on you. Yeah. And to some degree, you want... I mean, you don't want you're ugly, but in, and now I'm looking at her, you know, retrospectively, I'm going... You know, at least they were thinking about you. At least they were like, I got to say something. <laughs> yeah, Nicole. you've like, got haters Nicole at least, you know. is in my mind. And it, like now I go, that's kind of what... But just being like, yo, we don't even think about you. That's pretty painful. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like the, you know, now when I get internet comments that are mean, people are like, well, at least people care about your yeah. like content or whatever. Yeah. Like, so, and engaging. I'm like, well, I guess. <laughs> like, that's yeah. one side of it. Yeah. You know. I was invisible in junior high. I don't think, I don't think anybody knew who I was. I was invisible in <laughs> high all. school. In junior high, I feel like for some reason I, I wasn't either. I got like bullied by girls um that's what they do and a, a lot of guys actually had a crush on me in middle school um and i got bullied by the girls even my friends i got bullied by like my girlfriends and then i got into high school and i feel like i wasn't as cute <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. then I just became invisible. <laughs> like yeah. no one gave a shit about me. I was in choir. Like I didn't. I just kind of like ate lunch in the choir room. I didn't get invited to my ten year reunion because I don't think people remembered that I went there. <laughs> so I, they, know. I didn't get an invitation to my ten year reunion. It's all on so Facebook. So they do it on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, I, I didn't get invited. All my friends were like, "Yeah, did you guys get the invite?" And I was like, "No, <laughs> no one knew who the fuck I was." I kicked so much ass in high school. It's crazy. You know what's funny about high school is I have this like self deprecating memory of it where I was like, uh, "It sucked at everybody," and then I looked at my yearbook and it was stuffed with people writing things in yeah. there, and it was all nice, and it was like different kinds of people, and I was like. 
oh, I'm lying to myself. Yeah, this, was, this was this was fine. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't. I was a, a theater kid, and I thought I remember like in my high school career going like, it's so weird that stereotype about drama departments everyone's always fucking each other because i go to like the one high school where nobody's having sex uh-huh. and then a couple years out of, out of high school i'd meet like my friends and stuff after my shows at the improv or whatever and uh i guess everybody was having sex but me because <laughs> everybody too. everybody yeah, was yep. banging and i was just i don't know i'm playing gundam battle assault 2 on playstation <laughs> one i brought it to the fucking loading dock we could play it in the in the tech shop while we're building sets We've had this conversation about yeah. uh, the same thing happened with, with choir. I was like, I had no idea everyone was fucking until a couple, a uh, few years later when uh, someone I had a crush on asked me out and told me all the girls that he fucked. Uh, in and high school. And and even like, even yeah, like, yeah. like my, my first girlfriend, uh, Francis, uh, like kind of like made a move <clears> on me backstage at a play one time in high school. And I thought she was the coolest chick and beautiful all, all that stuff at the time. But it was one of these things where like if a dog catches a car, like what are they going to do? Yeah. Fuck it. They don't know what to do. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was just like, duh, I got to go do my lines. Like I just like, I like spurged out <laughs> for lack of a better term. Yeah. Uh, and you, I, I just, you know, it's like even, even if you were cool, even if you did realize so many people like you, it's like. You just can't metabolize that. You know, right. there's too much other like fucking hormones and shit going on. Mm-hmm. You, you're like programmed to feel worthless no matter what. Well, right. Yeah. I mean, I always thought people were making fun of me when they. I was just glad I poured that wor- worthlessness into stand up comedy early in my life when it was like I had too much cum in my balls and I was mm-hmm. 18. I was like, I got to go really be the best. Like, that's when it's like advantageous to do something that's really not rewarding and like yeah. humiliating and hard. Yeah. I was 100%. Like, yeah. like, if you're young and you want to be like a vaporwave producer, you're like 17 you live in the Colba can and you listen to this fucking get on the time is of the essence dude because when you're 24 trying to source vintage Korgs on Amazon <laughs> it's gonna be fucking a lot more of a bummer when you're picking up the Postmates order and trying to get the Obamacare like fucking yes you know start young life is better with those cum filled goggles I think of, <laughs> yes exactly I think about that like would I be able to start stand-up comedy at the age I am now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not I, just I, I like, can barely continue it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it just, uh, just the fucking determination of. I remember, like, I didn't have my car out here, and so I would like ride the bus from Westwood for like an hour, and I would like I didn't have any money, so I would like scrape up quarters to be able to afford the one drink minimum I'm like i wouldn't even like i i now have a car and uh, and money and uh-huh. all this stuff and i won't go to an open mic yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and um, but like it was and sit for three hours to get three minute like doing that when i was 22 i didn't even think about it i was like yeah this is the best the <laughs> like, naive, there's a naivety that is really quite admirable and i think about that too especially when in the context of like having a kid is that i i think about like how now you know you when you're that age and you're going on the bus and you're doing whatever you have a head full of ideas of what could happen you're going mm-hmm. ah, maybe like yeah. there'll be a producer there and it'll put me in a movie or something yeah. maybe and i even realized like lately like i i used to watch like documentaries on like nikolai tesla and be like maybe i'm like nikolai tesla of whatever i do i don't even know it and then you hit a certain age and you go it's just never going to happen for me like that is not that the ship has sailed yeah there is a certain yeah. amount of pessimism that comes you, you go uh, you, yeah. you are the nikolai tesla of it because you too have a severe mental illness you do <laughs> yeah. nothing yeah. to address you're the nikolai tesla your only friends are birds yeah. they shit all over you yeah i i noticed like these people that like um when there's like events or whatever is happening like i i got invited to some like the when the netflix is a joke festival is going on i got invited to the party or whatever and i didn't go 
my boyfriend was like, why don't you go? And I was like, because I don't belong there. People are going to be like, why the fuck is she here? And he's like, first of all, no one's thinking no. about you. No one cares. Yeah. Second of all, like, what if there's someone there that can help? I'm like, no, that, that that's not, it's not going to happen. Like, I don't have that mindset of like, yeah, I should go here because there could be someone there that could help me that I could meet or whatever, because I just, I don't think that way. It's a hundred percent true. Somebody will help. And I, I should think that way because yeah. that's happened so many times to me. It's to where, and like, Nicole, it's been <laughs> It's infuriating it's to me. The only thing that's happened to you is that you go, people go, hey, I like this person. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, I'd love to bring her around. Do you have any idea how annoying it is, how much everybody wants to help you all the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> You'd be doing great, and people would be like, this bitch needs some help. Oh my God. we got. What can we do for this girl? Stepping over my corpse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm seizing in the street out of hunger. You, yeah. you are like a fucking just human Camry with the hood up by the side of the highway. It's yeah. just a trap. Any, well, everybody. It's also why I feel anybody. like such a fraud, though. It's 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 like a catch twenty two because every time I get something, I'm like, I don't deserve this, and people are like, Well, then why did you get it? I'm like, Because people just want to help me, and they're like, Oh, people like you that much, and like. No, no, people don't you, like, like me. You, you think fucking <laughs> yeah. Taylor Swift sits around and goes, I wish I knew how hard this would be if I didn't have perfect cheekbones. Yeah. I know that I'm <laughs> getting all true. this extra momentum just off my, you know, fuckable elf face. Well, okay, so actually, uh, I was going to bring this up because I had a, a bunch of uh, people, uh, like I had the listeners email in. I only got one email, a couple DMs. Uh, only one of them is really worth bringing up. Uh, it's the email. But um, of I asked what the biggest lie they've ever told was. And I thought about that because um, I was telling my therapist about when I was in elementary school and I was a huge liar. Like, a, a, And I just started thinking about this because of uh, on Zach's episode when we were talking about lying about having sex, mm -hmm. uh, you know, when like guys lying about having sex when they were younger. And I was like a huge liar in elementary school. And I remember... Uh, um, there was a new student and um, there was a new student and she didn't speak English. She, she, she only spoke Spanish. And uh, I had told everybody that I could speak Spanish and so I could communicate with her. <laughs> oh, wow. How far did you go with this? Yeah. Oh, Wait, which episode of King far. of the Hill is this? That's a yeah, that's a check you got cash pretty quick. Too far. Yeah. I like I feel I feel so You're bad. You're on stage at the school assembly. What I did to this poor girl did because you convinced people that she didn't speak Spanish? Yeah, yeah. No, she's, I she's I like went up and spoke gibberish to her and then she would Oh. Damn. And she was saying no entiendes, which means I don't understand you because now I fucking speak Spanish. But I was like, and and I would just go, yeah. Uh, she said that like I would just make up whatever she you said. You guys had that few of Latino Latina people yes. in your school. I don't think we had fucking well. This was in an after school program too. It wasn't like uh, school school, but yeah, we didn't have. It was mostly white kids and Asian kids. Times have changed. Uh, actually, mostly Asian kids. But yeah, like I had convinced them until eventually it probably took like a week until there was finally a staff member that spoke Spanish and she pulled me aside because I think she realized and she goes because um, they asked me to ask her something about a movie and then like I made up some answer and then she was like, she pulled me aside. She didn't like embarrass me in front of her. She pulled me aside. She goes, um, hey, can you tell me how to say movie in Spanish? And I went. Movete, <laughs> 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 and, I, 
a bad guess. And she was like, mm-hmm. and then she just pats me and walks away. And then like, I assume tells all the other staff, like, cause the staff were asking me to communicate with yeah. her for them. Like, oh my God. it wasn't just So your gibberish wow. was that good. <laughs> well, good enough to fool like 38 year old white bitches in yeah. Huntington beach. So yeah. yeah. Uh, so more damning on your school, that was, to be honest. Yeah. I felt the so much shame system. from that. And so like so much shame that I, I, I'm still like, I feel like still from that time, like I'm a fraud. Like that is me. That's me in a nutshell. Since elementary school, I've been mm. a fraud and I'm still a fraud. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But this one girl, she, she emailed in when I asked uh, what the biggest lie they ever told was this one girl emailed in and she said that she... The worst lie that she's ever told, the worst thing she's ever done is what she said, which I don't think is that bad. But she was dating a guy, like seriously dating a guy. And she told him that she did her job was that she did makeup for strippers mm-hmm. um, when really she was a full blown sex worker. OK, uh, that's not that bad. Of a I had lie. a girlfriend lie to me about being a stripper, but she was a full blown sex worker. Really? Yeah. I had a girl lie and say she got a job at Ralph's, but she was selling the used <laughs> panties on Craigslist. Girlfriend who's well, a sex worker is a bit of a, that's a pretty egregious lie, but. I get, well, I mean, I guess it depends on what kind of, she said full-blown sex worker. So she was, was probably having sex yeah, yeah. with, yeah, that, yeah, 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 like, yeah, 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 that's a rough lie. That's a rough lie. I, I, um, you know, but I think it comes <laughs> from, I, I don't know how long ago it was, but like, you know. I feel like now there's less um, judgment around being a sex worker than there was like back then. It's probably hard to, you know, it's probably hard to date Mm. when. Yeah, my mind immediately goes to like, do I fucking have some kind of disease now? You know, I think like like, if she used protection, it's like it is a damning lie emotionally. That's a terrible thing to lie to someone about on the level of being in a relationship. But it's not like really a consequential lie within a ninety nine point nine nine eight percent fail rate. If you just are, you know, strapped up using protection is the big like that's the big um, difference. I think if you use protection, then you're maybe that's what the full blown (laughs) sex worker means. Yeah, you're you're (laughs) naturally aspirated. uh, Essentially, you're just you're cheating like whatever i mean not whatever cheating is you know not a good yeah. thing to do someone to someone but like it's low on it that. happens no, nobody it's, gives a you fuck know, you never of, ditched of, a friend lots of cheating. people do it but like you know i i don't think it's that bad. but she she uh, uh, she seemed to feel really bad she's like that guy is now with someone else who deserves him and like <laughs> like whoa okay everything's fine <laughs> like you're oh, she you're, sounds a lot nicer than the one i was dealing with <laughs> no, i don't see this uh, this uh chick if she's listening i don't think she's going to hell or anything like that at all i mean i could totally get yeah. your your sex worker you got to make some money you're fucking you're insecure about this who knows how many people in your life you're even open about it with and uh you know you fucking you lied yourself into a corner with this guy you made a mistake and then you're not going to do that again so you know yeah. yeah i mean i told i told a story on the last episode about how i lied about having sex with an older man and it had anyone followed up on that he could have gone to jail (laughs) 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 like so it it, it, yeah (laughs) just um, just the baseline package you get with being a white woman in america you get a lot of options on the you can you can pull that card if you really want to i mean (laughs) i mean like and obviously i was a kid i didn't know what the repercussions of that were i just thought that i was trying to impress my friends (laughs) (laughs) uh but yeah it's uh you know we all have uh 
we all have our our lies that we've told. Yeah, I mean, I if that's think... the worst thing you said, you're doing great. I'm a giant liar. I grew up, but my my lies are a little bit different in that it's hard for me to go like gauging the biggest lie I ever told to anybody. I just grew up lying to my parents always about yeah. who I am and what I I still mm. lie to them. I mean, but but I just started you start to learn to lie to everybody. I'm more of like a like expedient liar where I'm yeah. like if something will People get me like through. Yeah, 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 sorry. If something will get me through. I'm a travelocity liar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll lie. Most but, I feel like most people lie to their parents about who they are growing up. <laughs> Uh, I had a different kind of thing though, because my I grew up in like my parents to be a religious. Western person yeah. in, and to enjoy the things that the West enjoys. It's very different and weird. Like mm -hmm. you guys remember Serial? Remember Adnan, the guy who killed his girlfriend? Probably. Do you remember that yes. podcast? Never the Baltimore guy. To it. Yeah, he was yeah. a Muslim guy, and, yeah. and there was all these lies in his story. Like, why would you do this? Why did you say that? I remember watching that and going like, I get it. I know exactly <laughs> yeah. what yeah. why he lied the way he lied. Like, right. but white people are like, it doesn't make sense. Let's do a full podcast about it yeah. like how could he lie like that it's like i get it i, I was out it. as a backyard wrestler to my parents growing up you could have never done that you were what out as a backyard wrestler oh no without a doubt exactly like yeah, it took yeah. me a long time to admit to my parents i wanted to pursue music they're like mute like that's like against our religion like yeah, yeah, lots, yeah. it's it's it, you know yeah. yeah, they like caught me doing comedy after lying about it for like six months. I'd be like, I'm at Ryan's house. And they're like, well, come home in 10 minutes. And I'm like, well, I'm a half an hour away. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because you just didn't want your parents to know you were like at like adult situations. I just thought it was embarrassing. Like, oh, God, like, oh, God, my gay son wants to do comedy now, too. Good, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he wasn't, you know, dressing weird enough and disappointing us in, this, in enough ways, he also wants to be a fucking clown. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with 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 religion... I remember asking my, I was actually, I was probably too honest with my parents, especially my mom. I was honest with my mom to the point where sometimes she's like, Nicole, I don't need to know that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like, that's a, incredible to me. The yeah. idea that you're, that you're that open with her about some things. But, well, first of all, my mom is um, like a very, like now, especially because I, she almost feels like a friend at this point. I'm a 29 year old woman, but she still doesn't want to hear everything. <laughs> but like, uh, but I lied to my dad all the time as a kid because I had to because uh, I, he like had very strict rules for me that I didn't want to follow. Um, but I remember asking my mom, like, would you be mad at me if I didn't believe in God? I was in like sixth grade um, and I asked her if she'd be mad at me because and she was like, no, like you can believe whatever you want to believe you know and you might change your mind later and you, you whatever and i was like okay because i don't i think i don't think it makes any sense Whoa, and she was like okay my dad story. was mad about it um but like not really because my dad he like he'll do this thing my dad's like a trump supporter he's like a whatever and and he'll be like you need jesus and i'm like dad you don't go to church like what are you talking about like sure. he like he's like but he has, i got it already. he has like the values of like a religious pro but really like, like a trump. conservative like a but not like he doesn't fucking go to church. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Trump. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's it's weird because yeah, when I when he's arguing some like conservative like uh um point and then he's like, oh, it's God's way. I'm like, it's God's way. What are you talking about? You've literally never like I don't even think I think me and mom went to church one time on Easter and you didn't even come. Yeah. And like 
God's way seems like he's at the end of the argument. He's like, I got nothing <laughs> yeah. else after this. I've yeah. fired everything. I have one grenade in my fucking head. <laughs> yeah. My dad's like, if God was real, why would he put football on the same day as church? <laughs> I like his dad's that just, like a fun. <laughs> your, dad, your dad only argues in bumper stickers. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, your dad's well, like you think about dad. it, 20 years ago, we had Johnny Cash, Bob yeah. Hope, Steve Jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan was raised by, raised by a Spencer's gift. Your dad's a save water, drink beer kind of guy. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like save a horse, ride a cowboy. Yeah, yeah. You know what fiat stands for, don't you? <laughs> But your parents are religious, though. No. No. But you were raised. I was raised Catholic. religious, and we all left the church uh, when oh. I was I was confirmed in seventh grade. Uh, my dad stopped going before me, uh, before the family, and we all. My mom felt pressure from her parents to I give see. us religion. Mm-hmm. And about seventh grade, right after I went through all the bullshit, getting confirmed and everything, she was like, "Do you guys? Do you need?" Let's stop doing this. <laughs> nobody that. went. So it wasn't <laughs> that you didn't like break off from your family. Your whole family, whole family was family like, quit. fuck Beautiful. this. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, we yeah. prayed for 10 years to give this boy a chin and nothing. So <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah. We that are out. That is so funny. Yeah, yeah. The fact that like it took your mom to till adulthood. Yeah, we had a creepy priest and then we had a criminal priest too. It was mm. like there was too much obvious shit going on. We had a priest that was literally stealing the, yeah. the, the collection basket. Yeah. Oh yeah. A sneezy God. priest. They had all of the seven dwarfs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I have the most uh, unrelatable background of not being raised to be religious at all. It's, again, I'm shocked by I know, Mixed Madden, I would have guessed you would have related to me. Uh, yeah, Super yeah. clutch. Yeah, no, I think I got like a cultural amount of Catholic guilt. Like I think mm-hmm. my dad was like, we'll keep the guilt, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't need any of the stories or that's not really like the guilt is where all the the fucking money is stored absolutely catholics are christian jews like that you you can't not be, no matter what you're a catholic like culturally like I, I remember like one of the one of the day i realized like i was gonna die i was watching mortal Kombat, and i was like oh shit what happens to goro after they kick him off the mountain he just fucking <laughs> he doesn't get to think or to exist or be or smell a flower or love anymore he doesn't get to jack off with his four arms so you didn't have the framework of an afterlife even built into you so i just started weeping and i asked my mom like what happens if you die and she's like well nobody knows but before then you know i'm gonna be an old lady you're gonna be a grown man yourself you'll have your own kids you know it's a long time she's until like, yeah. you die assuming you don't Develop- like, don't worry about it. Yeah, it's yeah. The, that's future. Yeah, it's us's yeah. problem. You no, know, it, was, it was like more new. I'm probably not even really doing it. Justice. No, no, it was I more like that. It was beautiful. I like yeah. that. Yeah. More, more nuanced than that. Even is so. She was just like, uh, you know, some people uh, they they see they say they see a white light. You know, if they they've been in a car accident, they get close to death. They they say they feel connected. You know, and some some cultures believe in heaven, but you know, really nobody knows, and there's no way to know. And I was like, Jesus, wow! Actually, I'm ready to watch Mortal Kombat too. I feel pretty good. <laughs> no, but I. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling better, honestly. Thank you, mom. I like that because, like, the way she's like, you'll you'll have so much happen before you even have to think about that. Is that I think, for me, a lot of times I am so worried about death and so worried about what's gonna happen that I don't enjoy what's happening. It's like I'm so focused on, oh my god, one day I'm gonna die. So like I have like existential crises that I don't even think about the fact that like i have i'm living and that i'm supposed to that, enjoy that's my why life I, that's why i got this tattoo that says invincible because it reminds me um <laughs> i know i have a gay ass tattoo <laughs> oh that's what that says, it says i always wondered yeah. i thought it's no. an indivisible i thought you were a huge fan of the pledge <laughs> no i will tell i will tell the, the allegiance. i will tell the dumbass story about my dumb <laughs> indivisible <laughs> One nation on the other. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Huge pledge. Repping the pledge. 
You know what? What the fuck does your tattoo mean? It's just an olive branch. No, I don't, I'm not trashing your, your, your tattoo. I just thought if it's an indivisible, it would be hilarious. Nice. Well, your, your father used to beat you with an olive branch, yeah. right? Which is yeah. in his gesture of peace. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a cool. It's a cool tattoo. I feel like it's <laughs> there's a, no such thing. Any n- there really is it. Well, if any tattoo that has meaning is lame. The worst. Yeah, it's I always tell lame. people that who are like, I'm gonna get a tattoo. I'm like, make sure you just think it looks cool. I make I don't sure even, it means yeah, nothing. Yeah, I don't even tell people the meaning of this anymore. I just go, yeah, I don't know. I just like the word. I, I thought it. <laughs> I re- it was a really good Michael Jackson album. Yeah, it's a <laughs> <Yeah>. good movie. <laughs> I like the movie. <laughs> Connor and I used to live in a really. I have a sugar skull tattooed on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Because Connor and I used to live in a really Latino neighborhood, and I was like, I didn't even know what it was. I was just like, these fucking skulls are awesome. <laughs> you have a Dia de los Muertos. Tattoo. Yeah, it was, I straight up have a, a straight up like if you saw the tattoo and nothing else about me, you'd be like, oh, he's Mexican. Like, it's just it's, so it's a yeah. weird way to pick tattoos. I would love it if that was your whole deal. Then you had like like the Corvette logo and Batman yeah. and just different <laughs> images. <laughs> you love, you know, I Google. It. You don't like, know I, anything I, about I, it. I, that fucking rules, dude. I'm in. I That's great. Cool. You'll never regret that tattoo. No, nah, I was yeah. a lot cooler back then. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. Uh... I've only ever wanted to get one tattoo, and I think it's. But I just. I feel like I've got zero, and why have just one? You know. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do you want to get though? It's pretty cool. My my grandfather was an artist, and when I was uh, my mom got an ultrasound, he did a doodle over the fetus of Bart Simpson as a fetus in her tummy back in like uh, December '92 before I was born. Yeah. So it's this little drawing of Bart Simpson fetus. You know, I thought that'd be a cute tattoo. You know, yeah, for my grandfather, is, whatever. That's super. Sick. It's a really cool. Like, I, little I did not expect yeah, that yeah. to be so sick. Yeah. <laughs> and I liked how it worked out. You know, I'm a comedian. It's kind of yeah. neat. You yeah, know? yeah. 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 I mean, I think one tat, it's not weird to have one tattoo. No, I agree with I you. I think I have 20 or something like that. I understand yeah. that point of view, but I agree with I you. I know, but I got this body stock right now, and there is that chance. It's an outside chance, but the chance exists that Jewish God is the correct God. Yeah. And boy, I don't know if you ever read anything about him, but he's not the one that's lenient that you yeah. want to <laughs> fuck anything like up tattoos, with. He doesn't like tattoos. Yeah, so I, I, I would, you know, I'd like to keep, you know, air on the side of, you know. If Jewish God is right, the ship has sailed for you, Connor. I'll tell you that right now. I lived with you, my man. The there sh- was. The ship has sailed. What did I do to disgrace Jehovah? Let me know. <laughs> There's too many things you do. No, I'm not that pork. lie. There's one quote, and it, I think it was from like a, a, a stupid like Kardashian or someone that uh, that I saw that made me be like, fuck, should I not have gotten a tattoo? Anyway. Don't put a bumper sticker on a Bentley. Yeah. Yeah, it's Kim Kardashian. Yeah, and I was like... What, Damn. Are you kidding me? The woman whose entire body's modified and bizarre. <laughs> are yeah. you fucking kidding me? She had the nerve to say she's, that because it's souped up. Yeah, her body's a '92 yeah. Civic it's, with a body kit. You yeah, know, yeah, like it really it's, is. Got a lot of aftermarket oh, parts oh, on it. Yeah. It's souped up. It's not a bumper sticker. You, you know? toxic woman! How dare you? How dare you put that? <laughs> now I, I feel like now I feel like but you got you got to admit whatever you know what? whatever press publicist wrote that for killer yeah. fucking line. Yeah, yeah, to be honest, I, I I'm a bumper sticker woman. Like yeah. that's. <laughs> oh, my body looks like one of those hippies in Berkeley where the car is like all sticker. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm dealing with. I just have to be honest myself. Be like, yeah, this isn't a. Bentley. I've seen VW Same. bugs that look less cluttered than your <laughs> yeah. torso, Brian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. I'm like a Peugeot. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like a weird French car. Right. <laughs> Nobody wants it. It looks funny on the road. 
What's a car? I'm probably a Tesla, just a white douchebag, oh, you know? Dude, yeah, you're a Tesla. Just I ugh. wish I was you so badly. I wish I was a Tesla, yeah. Model S or what if we started getting into it? <laughs> this is what you don't get. It's like, it's like, every, it's like every time I go uh, to like, you know, I don't go to Starbucks that much, but if I go, I go use a Wi-Fi in the road or whatever and I get a coffee and they, and they say, all right, what name? And I say, Connor. Every single person looks at me like, of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I knew that before you fucking said anything, Connor, you little bitch. <laughs> I put extra half and half in it for it, so it's not, it's not too bitter for Connor. Tastes like Connor's mommy's voice milk. You know, just everybody fucking projects that onto you, where you're just like, the, like, oh, I'm the villain. Yeah. I like you having this whole argument in your head, and yeah. then you just shout at them, and they've not said anything to you at all. Yeah. <laughs> They're just taking your order, and you're like, fuck you, you bitch. No, I just shuffle away in shame. I'm one of the good ones. No, you're not nearly as basic as you look and see. Dude, I went to a Starbucks outside of Riverside recently, and there was a guy in there wearing his motorcycle helmet, and the sticker across the helmet just said MILF Hunter. (laughs) 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 Now, did... Did this this guy sti- is so much happier than all of you. I know, dude. Did the sticker clarify? Was it was it original Milf Hunter or the new one? Because the new I, one's I, a bitch. I, don't know. I hate the new one. Oh, we're talking, it's like Steve from Blues Clues. Yeah, There's yeah. another guy after, like yeah, exactly. Doug or something, that just re- stinks. I only recognize one guy as the Milf Hunter, and that's it. Yeah. It's my sort of Sunni Shiite. If there was a sword in the stone that you had to lift to become the Milf Hunter, that motherfucker couldn't pick it up. Yeah. And he's no no Milf Hunter of mine. No, not oh my, my Milf Hunter. I want not my I'm gonna hunter. write a movie about him. <laughs> the, the the new one? hunter or the oh, or the the original one. Wait, is that an actual movie? No, it's an original. Por- it's a it's one of the OG porn sites. Milfhunter.com. This was like right when internet porn came out. Yeah. This is what like my neighbors would talk about, like oh, Milfhunter. Can I? This is maybe a too personal question, but I'm curious as a woman, what was you? When was your first experience with pornography? I, I think I've talked about this before, but I... I like how you think that might be too personal for Nicole. I'm, no. <laughs> I, you know, I, uh, for the lawyers. I, uh, I, <laughs> put it out there. My, my, my parents, I don't think... They, I don't know if they knew that I got this in my bedroom or whatever, because we had all the channels, and I mean all the channels. And so I'm just flipping through it at night. I was probably supposed to be asleep, and I was a child. I was not old and, like... I was, it was early on. I was probably. See, this to me is white trash parent shit. If yeah. your kid has a TV in their room, <laughs> you're a fucking shitty parent. A TV and, and, and. What uh, the fuck do you think they're doing in there? They're watching Comedy Central and jacking off. Yeah. Uh, and um, so I, I, I come across something and it's called Bikini Chain, Bikini Chain Gang. Okay. And Love it already. I um, that was Sheriff Joe Arpaio's franchise. <laughs> and I, I, uh, I loved the concept of you know like a, a lady gang movie because I loved Spice World. Sure. And so like I was like, oh, like it's gonna be you know, uh, like that. And so I put it on. And at first it was just you know women in prison, and then they were all fucking. It's soft core, of course. Oh. Uh, like you didn't see any, any no, no close ups, no, 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 just no, no, no. a lot of moaning and yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like, like you could see, like you saw them fucking. Sure, I've I've watched plenty of those without yeah. a doubt. Yeah, but I, could, I was I I remember being um excited about it and uh <laughs> and then yeah from then on it 
every time I was supposed to go to sleep, I, I stayed up watching those channels. I can very clearly Girls track. Gone wild, uh, oh, yeah. like, uh, Girls Gone Wild, the crime. Yeah. That was my, my very first orgasm was I was watching Comedy Central. A Girls Gone Wild commercial came on. It was a love seat just like this where yeah. the two cushions meet. My waist happened to be right there in my undershorts. Popped a bone cone, fortuitously found its way between the seat cushions. Mm -hmm. So I was able to just on instinct fucked the cushions and then like my life changed i yeah. remember like reeling like what the f is can everybody do this do i have some kind of superpower what the fuck was right. that yeah. yeah i still can't hear a steel drum without getting a boner to this day because, <laughs> because those girls gone wild ads that's our friend kyle clark's bit he walked up to a steel drum player in uh, like six flags and he's like do you know the girls gone wild team and the guy's like i'm a steel drum player of course i know the girls yeah. gone wild team. <laughs> that's our stairway to heaven and he starts playing it and he's like every guy at six flags like all, all the middle-aged dudes circle ooh, ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh, like perk it up like why do i feel a weird like pavlovian bone it's yeah. so funny i think i told that story actually now that i'm remembering on the kyle clark episode because now i'm remembering that story and now i'm remembering i'm doing other talking, guest panel bits talking about now i'm talking, doing a cover of kyle's now, story and i remember talking about uh spice world and then gary glitter i'm remembering all of this now the first video porn i ever saw was called austin prowler Mm. And wow. it was an awesome power parody, but it was a black dude I'm gonna look this who was up. trying oh, okay, to do now, a British I'm for accent. Sure looking Yo, okay. and his yeah. British accent was terrible, obviously. <laughs> and uh, Austin Prowler is a stretch of a name. It's like pretty hard. It makes him sound like a rapist. Yeah, like, yeah. Austin <laughs> Powers sounds hornier, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Austin yeah. Prowler. Oh, like, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was tough. It wasn't that hot to me. Austin Prowler sounds like a serial killer who's like taking over Austin, Texas, and he's doing San Antonio. Austin Prowler. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Us, why not Austin Plower? Plower. That's a way yeah, there better. There you go. Yeah, I know. I didn't have comedy writers. You know what? <laughs> I've missed my calling. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I knew a comedy writer that wrote for a lot of porn, but he used a pseudonym, a nom de plume, so it yeah. didn't upset his very lucrative career doing <laughs> other stuff. That would be really fun, actually. I would love to do that. Uh, all right. Well, I do think that I'm going to stop asking the uh, the what's the hardest part of being alive question. I think I'm just going to do what I did with the lying question, which was I uh, asked the listeners to interesting questions because I feel like I started to get the same answers on those and also yeah. whatever. It always also ended up it off on a depressing note. That's so. a fair point. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stop asking that question. You know, yeah, yeah. every uh, now the new uh, at first I was like uh, the first the first concept of this podcast was everything hurts. Let's talk about it. And now it's everything hurts. Let's just laugh and bullshit about the world and not think about it. Yeah. So it's funny because um, you can never truly know the biggest lie you've ever told because like. You ever like anybody ask, ever ask you for directions and you just pretend you know where things yeah. are? Yeah. You could have just yeah. killed that person. Yeah. <laughs> you have no That's idea. That's such a great point. That's, That's such true. a great point. The worst I lie also, I've ever told might have been, yeah, you could crash in our basement at the main boy's house. It's totally fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I also think the biggest lies, like people end up convincing themselves of that lie. Like if you tell a, a lie that's truly like a big lie i feel like you almost have to convince yourself unless you're like a really bad person like when i say i'm a comedian yeah exactly <laughs> yes. think about how much that's hurt yourself <laughs> think about how much you hurt so many people you're so right though that's the thing about lying is that you when you get really good at lying it's like a weapon that you don't know how to use you start using it on yourself because you're so good at lying that you're yeah. like now working on your own you i know. know people that i've caught in lies that i'm like i'm not even mad at you because i honestly think that you've convinced yourself that, that, that like it, it just you know it's a it's a thing and then also like i'm so jealous of these people yeah <laughs> 
and 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 you can't necessarily. I have trust a long, perfect either. ledger of every mistake I've ever made, and I review it every moment of my waking life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would love to convince myself that I'm awesome. <laughs> me too, man. Oh, me you're too. lying to yourself by saying you're not awesome, Connor. Positive note. Oof. And that not, like you being uplifting is fucking. It feels bad, doesn't I it? On, I do it exclusively on Nicole's show. I did. I, I, Brian does another podcast with me. I never do this on that podcast. Yeah. And I bring this energy for Nicole. It'd be like if I Thank heard you. like Sarah J reading an audio book. I'd be like, this is not two not two tastes that go together. This is the horny voice telling me the smart words. What are we? I would like that. I'd like a horny voice reading. I feel like that would make me pay attention. It only goes And so after far. the civil war in Libya, <laughs> I did. I did. It was the best of times. <laughs> in the early porn days, pre-porn, pre-internet, I definitely would call into sex lines. And oh I was, yeah, I was gonna say voices don't do it for me, but I remembered I would call into sex lines and just kind of nut before <laughs> before anything happened. I before would, the credit card yeah, was offered. Up. I, oh, I would go find a public telephone so I couldn't beat off. That, I was too scared. There was like I've, I've certainly like had phone sex before, but I never really get the point of it. It always just feels like two cats trying to fuck a dog pre-porn why are we sense. trying to fuck this dog can we even do it in the first place i mean which, I don't can, should a, we just fuck ourselves and go home i don't think a voice alone could do it for me but i do like words like yeah. i do like like i have you ever heard of those no hands jack off hypnosis tapes no this is something my buddies in high school put me on to where it's a hip self-hypnosis tape where you listen to a woman speak to you and you just lay down in your bed and the claim is that if you listen to this whole tape and you engage with this like guided meditation or whatever, you will have an orgasm without even touching your hands. So I'm laying in bed. I'm listening to this chick talk for like 20 minutes. I'm going, this is bullshit. So about minute 25, when I feel, and I'm not kidding, a ghost hand wrap around my cock, which suddenly sprung to attention and scared me so much, I paused the tape and never listened to it again. Wow. It's called Whoa. Jackpot No Hands. And then the thing that, like, I never used it again is because my buddies looked up a picture of the girl that does it, and they're like, bro, she's fat. <laughs> 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 They're like, oh, it's, it's totally blown, man. We can't jack off to her anymore. She's so fat. But, but, and, then, and then Connor's like, well, let yeah. me get, let me get like, this another shot. The plot thickens. <laughs> now, that, now that I know. <laughs> I like my oatmeal a little thicker. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I... Actually, I believe that that is entirely possible because I get horny just meditating regularly. Mm -hmm. um, well, with the meditation that I do, because like I have like a guided <laughs> meditation and it it's all about guided just, by my magic wand <laughs> and my womanizer clip sucking about, device. <laughs> it's all about like, no, it's all about like uh, being present in your body. So it's just saying like bring awareness to your head and then bring awareness to, you know, to your, your jaw. And your, no, it never goes there. Your back, your crack. It never goes there. <laughs> but when I'm like completely aware of my body, I get super horny. Yep, yeah, that makes sense. And like, and yeah, I start to feel like like we're sending tingling. healing vibrations yeah. to our tight little I juice box. I start to feel tingling, <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah, I, I completely think that 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 could be possible. That you do you think that could work though? After you've seen hours and hours and hours of internet porn, yeah, that wouldn't work for me today. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I hear what you guys see, are like saying. Japanese twins like put breast milk on yeah, somebody's yeah, yeah. fucking. We're cock. taking a moment to <laughs> yeah. connect with our dirt pipes. I have yeah. a, love yeah. them. I have a favorite milf hunter. This isn't. Good Gonna work on me. <laughs> like, I, I've, seen, uh, look, I've seen a, I've, I've seen a, I've seen a lot of porn to the point where porn doesn't really turn me on as much anymore. No, it doesn't so turn me on. I think that this actually does a better job of. But women are more mental when it comes to coming. Like ninety percent of of coming for us is 
mental. You know what I read one time? A study that the number one factor, like a, a man's physiology that's correlated to it, whether a woman is going to come or not while how fucking the guy is shoulder width. So basically, like, if, like m- mathematically, you get, you, chicks just want to fuck a big capital T, <laughs> you know? Like, that's true. <laughs> Okay. Interesting. Bro- get broader shoulders. Is yeah, yeah. Oh. Wear shoulder pads. You're gonna get shoulder implants. I'm wearing no. I'm wearing a football player's. Maybe, the, maybe that's why women want to fuck me. Because of your, your, I have very broad shoulders. I would, would not say you have broad shoulders. It's I. Well, they're broad enough. They're broad. I feel like because okay. So when I say I don't have tits, a lot of people are like, "Oh yeah, you don't, huh?" Because they they just. They assume that I have big tits because I feel like I have the shoulders and like the body to carry big tits. You've got the chassis for the big tits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've got the. uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like the OC trucks. They're not hauling anything. (laughs) I'll say, I'll say, if if your body was a Zillow listing, they would say plenty of room for two additional ADUs uh, in the back. Oh man, I'll say I wrote. Um, well, ne- never mind. I'll, I'll I'll say this off of the podcast. But um, thank you so much for uh, being on the podcast, Connor. Thanks for having me, Nicole. You're welcome. Thank you for being on the podcast, Ramsey. Th- oh, no problem. I love what you a guys. pleasure. We love you too. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <Okay. us. laughs> Bye, everybody. Everything hurts, everything hurts, fucking life sucks, everything hurts.